0: I mean, or we could talk about Boom Boom some more. I don't know.
1: I'd be down to talk about Boom Boom instead of the final episode of Wolverine and the X-Men.
0: Oh, that's so interesting. You didn't like it?
1: Um, (laughs) What's the kindest way I can put this? There's parts of it I did like. I'll say that. Uh
0: Uh-huh.
1: Okay. Uh, Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, there were parts of it that I did like as well. But there were also parts of it that I thought were quite boring, personally. Which is interesting to say about an episode where like 16 things happened in it. I was like <laughs> still bored somehow. Yeah,
1: but none of them were Boom Boom. That's the problem.
0: I know. Where was Boom Boom? Why didn't they introduce another character? Actually, it wouldn't have been an introduction because she was in the pilot. Right. Isn't that crazy to think about? Like this show started with like Wolfsbane and Boom Boom and like who else was there? they were like a bunch of and random listen, characters.
1: You, you're saying this as if they had introductions. They were just there. And they would have a line that was like, Send me that. And they'd be like, okay. And that was it. Like every other character on the show, nobody was introduced, including the main X-Men. We just had to assume Mm -hmm. we knew who they were. (laughs) I think maybe Beast was introduced because Logan went to Beast. Is like, hi, Beast, scientist of the X-Men. You're still living underground. And he's like, yep, let's go find (laughs) everyone else. And then they were just there.
0: Well, I mean, we kind of saw introductions to like Bobby and Kitty, but then it was like they got bored and they were like, eh. Remember when Colossus was on this show? Anyway, we can save that for the recap episode. Oh my god. Um, we finished this show. We did. Back when we
1: Before we even say anything about the show, I just want to point out X-Men, the animated series 97 is going to come out. We're definitely getting two seasons. And I had this like moment in the car yesterday where I got so excited about X-Men 97 because what I realized is like after X-Men Evolution, Wolverine, the X-Men and soon to be the X-Men anime and all the movies that we have watched. Storm's finally going to have a pivotal role again.
0: I fucking hope so. I'm going to be so mad if no, she doesn't. No, I
1: trust the TAS team. They know what they're doing. Me too. They've always platformed Storm on that show. After that show, because of the movie, since Brian Sr. was like, Halle Berry, please stand in the background and talk about like toads and lightning. Mm-hmm. Storm went on the back burner of all these media.
0: Which, didn't Joss Whedon write that line, by the way? Yeah. Isn't that X-Men lore? They got Joss in there to punch up the script, and that was like one of the cool jokes he added.
1: I don't know. You know, it's like that's a joke, but like the joke (laughs) is not even a joke. It's just like Sora being like, if you get struck by lightning, you die. It's
0: like, what's the joke there? I don't miss
1: Joss Whedon's quippy nonsense in The Avengers either. Like, those two (sighs) movies he did, I was like, I'm Ugh. okay without the quips. I'm
0: so exhausted by it now. It's <laughs> it's it's fine. I'm glad that's changing. I'm glad we're getting more different kinds of Marvel movies. I'm glad X-Men TS is coming back because I feel like it's evidence that it used to be that Marvel adaptations could take risks politically, and that's really cool. Like we're getting back to that. But I I don't know. I'm so I'm so glad we finished this show. I've become very tired of it by the end of it. And I'm sorry to the listeners who like it, but I am simply okay, exhausted. All right, well,
1: we, we are not doing the wrap-up right now. No, but I, what, know. What I know. What we can say is that the show wasn't our favorite, but there's parts <laughs> of it that we really did enjoy, and there's parts of it that we didn't like.
0: I really like Emma's portrayal, even in this episode. I think she's really cool. I really like the way they set her up.
1: I love Warren on this show. I
0: love Warren. He's not in this episode or any of the final episodes. Okay, but. but also,
1: you know who we do like on this show, surprisingly, is Cyclops. I really enjoy him on this show. I think he's fun.
0: Yeah, he's really good. I like him a lot. He didn't have that much of a chance to shine in this particular episode or in the finale, but I agree that overall his arc has been really interesting. Yeah. And complicated for him because it, it's like Emma's actually confronting him with the fact that that his relationship with Gene isn't perfect, and he needs to navigate that, and that felt like a long running storyline that they were gonna probably keep doing, but it just didn't really happen because the show ended.
1: No, I agree. We'll talk about this in the wrap up. Well, we'll we'll like come up. We'll do what we did with X Men Apocalypse, where we're gonna be like, this is how it really should have gone down.
0: Yeah, we can do that. We can rewrite the show because there's
1: some pieces that work for this show, and there's others that don't. But like everything in this episode reminded me again that the Hellfire Club needed to be there sooner. They needed to spend more time with the Phoenix Saga they need to spend less time with Wolverine. The future stuff can stay. I feel like that part worked the best on this show. Mm-hmm. But the stuff that doesn't work is like everything else, except for maybe the Hellfire Club, which I was like, okay, that is really cool, but we don't spend any time with it. And in this episode, by the way, Shaw is supposed to be the big bad reveal. But again, there was no buildup to this, but he barely talks. And the person who is the most interesting in the Hellfire Club is Celine. I know. I kind of feel like she <laughs> was the villain of the show, turns out. But
0: that's so weird weird like we don't know her either i mean okay she has a very fun voice acting performance but like let's be real ryan she's not a character either like there's nothing to learn about her because she's barely there she has like five lines no i agree but
1: like those lines is almost like she decided that she wanted to destroy the world which i would have believed over sebastian shaw i don't know what shaw was even doing
0: okay but sebastian shaw has that crazy line in this episode where he's like i want to destroy genosha and i was like
1: why that's what i'm saying we didn't spend any time with these characters and the reason why i'm saying it could have been celine is that celine at least has some lines that makes it sound like she's power hungry and that makes sense where shaw's just like destroyed <laughs> and it's like who are you yeah you're not even sebastian shaw from the comic books you're just like a guy wearing like really tall socks that's what's happening
0: <laughs> yeah i mean i feel like even if Shaw or Celine had been like, well, we want to destroy the Sentinels and Genosia because we don't like that Magneto is getting so much respect. And like, we think the Hellfire Club should or, or mutants should always be underground only. Like they didn't have any motivations that were elucidated at all. And then the Phoenix just kind of comes out of nowhere at the end of this show and is like, pow, pow, deus ex machina shows over now because the Phoenix burned everything up and then floated away. And I was just like, you can't, you can't. <laughs> I don't don't (laughs) know what's happening. I don't know why you're doing this. You know,
1: I kind of enjoyed that Todd popped into our Slack and he was like, so... I can tell you two are very exhausted by this show. And this was foresight part one. And we're like, wait until you listen to us at the beginning of foresight part two.
0: <laughs> I know. Like, wait until you listen to part three where I'm like just whining now. Okay. We need to talk about the episode. You know we what? need to get through I,
1: this. We're not going to do previously on the X-Men because I don't want to recap the entire fucking show right now. But all you need to also, know. Also, like
0: the previously on is just a recap of episodes one and two of the the three-part finale. It's really not the whole show. They just show you one and two. That's true, but
1: I don't ever watch those. I just skip ahead because I'm like, how much time do I invest watching something that I just watched? So
0: I mean, in this case, more than ever, it was literally just what we just watched.
1: I guess what we could say if we did do it previously on the X-Men, it's literally... The Hellfire Club is here now, and they're trying to extract the phoenix out of Jean. Mm-hmm.
0: And put it in the cuckoos.
1: Right. And all the X-Men are reformed again because Logan's been talking to Xavier in the future with save states on <laughs> Cerebro. Yep. And the expansion blew up because Jean turned out to be the phoenix. Yes. And we found out in the last episode that Emma betrayed the X-Men because she brought Gene to the Hellfire Club because Emma is like legitimately just trying to destroy the Phoenix and not Gene. And then, like, the end of the last episode with Sebastian Shaw walking in and be like, Hi, I'm Sebastian Shaw. Anyway, I'm going to betray you now Emma, by trying to kill Jean and harness the phoenix for myself. And everyone's like, there's no betrayal here because we don't know who you are mm-hmm. again.
0: And also, why do you think you can use the phoenix for yourself? Like, for some reason, the cuckoos are Shaw's pawns in this show. They're not really under Emma's alliance at all. And I don't really know why. I don't,
1: I don't know what's going on in this. TV show like it's like it has all these ambitious ideas that some of them I really like and some of them I'm like why are you doing it like this but for the most part it's just not enough time it it, I've stated this so many times while we've been watching Wolverine the X-Men but if you were not an X-Men fan right Mm
0: -hmm. you
1: would not understand what's happening because nothing is explained and they keep on just throwing stuff at us and characters with no introduction. And we know who they are as long time X-Men fans. And this show is like really built for X-Men fans only. It feels like, and that mm-hmm. is not a good way to manage any kind of show. And you know, I love evolution MTS because they took time to introduce the characters into their universe and, like, didn't try to introduce 35 characters per episode. I was truly waiting for them to drop another character in this, but they didn't. <laughs> you know,
0: they kind of do with Apocalypse at the end and, like, future Cyclops. I mean... But we
1: already saw Apocalypse. Well, yeah, Okay, fair that enough. whole scene was the most interesting part of this whole episode. And I'm like, you know, I'm kind of <laughs> sad we didn't get whatever that show was going to be.
0: I mean, there are people out there who love this show and are, like, waiting for that season two announcement. And when X-Men TAS was announced, those people were like, no, we want Wolverine in the X-Men season two. Like, they're out there. They're on Twitter. I
1: mean, I would watch it. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see an animated Age of Apocalypse. I bet it would be better than this season because, and here's my theory, if they were able to go to Disney Plus and be like, "Okay, we're doing Wolverine in the X-Men season two. I don't think they'd have to deal with the same marketing constrictions that they did in 2008, where they're like, you need to make this show exclusively about Wolverine. Yeah, because I feel like they'd be like, OK, well, we can just make the show about whatever we want now. So it would be better because they would pull out all that bullshit. Mm-hmm. Like Kevin Feige, Fiji, 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 Fiji water. He- we
0: know it's Feige, right? <laughs> we know it's Feige now. <laughs> We can't call him Kevin Fi Guy. Fie
1: guy. So Kevin (laughs) Fe Guy would be cool enough to be like, yeah, do what you need to do with the X-Men because he actually like respects the source material for the most part. So Well,
0: also, I feel like the other big difference is they wouldn't be airing on television anymore, which there were all sorts of issues. This was like the pre-streaming or like early streaming era where this show wasn't really airing for most people. And I think that hurt the show. And then also like they had to make TV episodes. So there was like filler in there that didn't need to be there. It was like 26 episodes. We're on episode 26 of the show. It's quite a long first season. Yeah. And so they had to drag things out, but then also do one shot episodes that didn't really matter that much. I mean, The list goes on. That's the kind of thing you have to do when you're making a 26-episode season, whereas in the Disney Plus or the Netflix or whatever streaming era, you can just make a 10-episode season and tell the story you want to tell and leave it there. Yeah. So that would automatically be really different.
1: It would be really different.
0: And better. I mean... (laughs) I mean, obviously, there'd be no filler
1: episodes. We also would love an X-Men Evolution sequel show, too, so who knows? Yeah,
0: but we seem to be the only people clamoring for that.
1: I don't believe that. You know what? I feel like I see so much more to the mutant ages at gmail.com. And let <laughs> us know if you also want an X-Men Evolution sequel show or okay. talk about it on Discord. Our
0: listeners are not reflective of the general population. I wish they were. However, I don't know what I you're talking think-
1: about. Our listeners are literally the best. They're in Discord. Go join That's Discord. That's not what I
0: said, right? <laughs> I didn't say they weren't the best. I said they weren't reflective of the general population. But they are. Okay, you're right. Oh, what am I saying? <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that was previously on the X, but this is going great. This is That's-
1: all you need to know <laughs> about the opening sequence is that the Sentinels are in a city
0: new york slash bayville
1: slash washington dc we don't know killing people they're just murdering murdering everyone
0: thousands of people per nanosecond
1: right no thousands like, it That's kind of, of crazy it
0: is it is like a couple of mrd helicopters fly up and the sentinels instantly obliterate them like it's not just innocent civilians
1: i guess nick fury is dead by the way because yeah. logan has <laughs> this line in the Blackbird. he's like So, S.H.I.E.L.D. has joined the Martys to fight the Sentinels. And then we see S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Martys blow up. And then it cuts to the intro. But you don't see any, like, any explanation of what happened to them. So, they're just dead.
0: You don't see, like, any bodies, like, parachuting out of there. Like, usually this show depicts people like escaping just in time so you're like oh i guess they didn't die which is like sort of classic gi joe rules or whatever you know where it's like you can't depict death on screen
1: okay but that's not the rules of this episode because people are dying left or right this
0: episode is like no everyone dies everyone fucking dies
1: one of the main characters dies on screen at the end of this which was like really yeah a lot for a kid show pretty epic
0: finale i guess
1: i guess also
0: like in the future all the characters are like, I guess we're going to die fighting the Sentinels. And like, they almost do. But anyway, we'll get
1: to that. <sighs> okay, so like this episode, first of all, we have the intro that comes in. The last <laughs> time we will see this intro, which I skipped.
0: Yeah, me too. By this point, I finally started skipping the intro, even though I love that song. I really like the orchestral X-Men song.
1: I mean, I do too. I like that they always manage to put the X-Men theme in. Into anything, and the, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like,
0: even if they like slow it down or like play it right. backwards or like add in some wicka wicka, <laughs> they've always got a way to put it that, gets that a down dub- and right Where there. is our
1: dubstep <laughs> remix of the X Men? That
0: theme? wouldn't that be hilarious if X Men TAS reboot like was a true reboot that was completely different and like had fucking <laughs> like Skrillex doing? I the do theme think and, that the like, X
1: Men theme is going to not be the same as it was before, but it will be the same really? song. Yeah.
0: Oh, let's take a bet on it. I bet it's exactly the same. I
1: know because I think they
0: know, Ryan, how beloved that theme is, and they cannot change it.
1: You already forgot that season five changed how the song went. They did a new song, it was still the same tune, but they like re recorded it. I, that's what I I'm forgot saying about is that, that I think that they're gonna re-record wow. it again because it would be too muffles
0: you know you could be right but like on every list like every top 10 list ever like it is the best theme song like oh, everyone yeah. agrees even the non-X-Men fans okay we keep getting distracted Okay, that's because we, we do we not want to talk, talk about this, about this
1: I know <laughs> okay so there's like this whole fight sequence that's happening
0: yep with the X-Men they've all they've all managed to wake up after being rescued by Emma Frost from the Martys in the last episode and now now they're all in a bunch of helicopters, which okay guys, whatever. I I don't know why they have all these helicopters, but they're in a bunch of helicopters. They do. They have they, they have all kinds of things. The X Jet has been destroyed, so this is what they're using now.
1: Right. And I have to mentally prepare everyone listening for this episode that it is like quintessential clustered together last second episode. You know they're getting canceled because they're like, yep. we have to wrap up like 35 plots at once. And so we're gonna bring mm-hmm. back Everyone at the same time. Yep. It's just too much. I, I hate it when this happens. It happened at the end of X Men Evolution. It happened at the end of Young Justice before that got picked up again, where it's just so sloppy.
0: Yeah, this was the part where I was getting bored. Which may sound like a weird word to say, but it's like watching these fight scenes, it's so by the books in a certain way. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's well, like- Sure,
1: but like, I think about how they're like, we got to wrap it all up because we're not getting another season.
0: Yeah, I mean, I wonder if they knew that for sure or not. I mean, they maybe suspect it. Who
1: knows? I, don't, I really don't know, but what I respect about the animated series is that they didn't take that chance.
0: Yeah, they ended
1: it. They wrote this incredible season finale where they're like, this is the end of the show and we're not resolving everything. Mm-hmm. Shit's fucked. Xavier's dead. Magneto's is being left to lead the team, and like everyone's sobbing because now we're in a world we're at war. Where, like with humans, literally, the police are trying to kill us, and we they just left it there, and it was so bone chilling.
0: But that was both a good ending and also included the setup for what we're now going to get, which is returning to that show again. Like, that's what you want to do.
1: That's what it should always be. You always want to leave it open-ended. You
0: want to have some ending just in case you get canceled, but like an ending where it wouldn't be annoying that it was a cliffhanger
1: i I mean i guess in this they they set up apocalypse to have that opening if they want to have that
0: exactly that's why i think they didn't know they were going to be canceled
1: but they're wrapping up all this other stuff and i'm like they did not need to wrap up the mrd yet they did not need to wrap up the sentinels they did not need to wrap up genosha like they didn't genosha okay in this world by the way (laughs) Genosha <laughs> and New York City are just or gone. Destroy. are <laughs> like, destroyed. I'm not talking about like there's some rubble everywhere. There's like literally no, nothing. they're it's gone. It's been like a nuclear bomb has gone off in both places. It is crazy. It's crazy. I also don't even know if it's New York City. I think it might be Washington, D.C., honestly. I don't know. Ryan-
0: I don't know because they don't tell us. And we will never
1: know. On this show, I guess it has to be because the X Men are in New York, right? Not that Westchester is anywhere near there. Well, but
0: it could be Bayville. I mean, who the fuck knows where they are? Like, I know, right? It doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, anyway, so here's here's we go. Storm electrocutes some Sentinels. Rogue flies at a Sentinel in the ship, and she goes, "Oh God, there's a Sentinel here!" And I'm like, Rogue. <laughs>
0: It's so funny to me. Like, like she flies a helicopter around a building and then she's like, oh, fuck, a sentinel's right here. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, what did you think would be there? Okay, like, why are you screaming? Thank like, God what? her
1: brother is there to save her. Because Kurt does this really cool move that I've not seen on a TV show where he bamps on top of the sentinel and then grabs the sentinel's head and just bamps the head away. So the whole sentinel just can't control itself anymore because it doesn't have its head and I was like that's cool wow that seems like a really easy way to defeat the sentinels right so I really there were so many
0: things long. like that where I was like why doesn't Kurt just bamf around and kill all the sentinels in two fucking seconds like why is this taking so long I like don't know. every time somebody kills a sentinel I'm like why is this hard? There's only 15 of them. That's not that many. There's like one X-Men per sentinel. Everybody grab one and kill it with your powers. Like the end. Oh my
1: like, God, it's crazy. Then there's like a shot of like 50 helicopters exploding and cruelling rogues. We don't really see how it happens. And Rogue just is falling, but Bobby catches her. She
0: just falls down and I slide with Bobby. Yeah, And I was, was like, slutting. well, couldn't you guys have done that at any time? I don't oh know. God. I had that. Okay, Western wait, this a next scene
1: made me laugh really hard though, where Logan's like <laughs> outside of the MRG yes. van that he's stolen and he's sniffing around, and he's like where did she go? And they're like on an <laughs> empty street except for this one giant mansion so he's sniffing around and <laughs> be like I can't seem to figure it out and then he's It's
0: st- like one mansion he's like standing in front of the Hellfire Club
1: mansion Yeah he's like standing at the gate He's
0: standing right there and it's taking him so long to go inside like it's three more <laughs> scenes before Logan manages to get inside no lie he's sniffing around
1: As we established <laughs> it in the last episode he walks very slowly so you know it's like
0: he does but he's in a tank he's in an mrd tank that he stole and he keeps having to get out of the tank to smell the air so like imagine how fucking long it would take him to get there because he has to keep stopping and being like wait am i going the right way okay but
1: i also love that logan just like walks slow everywhere like he's in (gasps) baywatch at all times and it's like logan so much drama
0: yes well it's because his bones are so heavy
1: (laughs) (laughs) This to is watch like really on par slow. with him hiding in shadows to wait for somebody to say his name so he could bounce and be like, you're looking for me, bub? It's like Logan, <laughs> so much So drama dramatic. All the so time. Dramatic.
0: It's very funny that he's standing right in front of the mansion and he's like, wait. Is this it? And it's like Logan, please just go inside. It's going to take him it's going to take him another hour to well, get. He's got to walk
1: slowly through the sprinklers to do his whole Baywatch routine that nobody sees. And
0: he's like shaking his little sideburns off sexily. So inside, inside we see Celine still sucking out Scott's life force. Scott is still <laughs> getting off on it. Kind of enjoyed this, by the way. Emma is now in her diamond form and she's begging Celine to let Scott go. Celine, I love Celine's response. She's so good. She's Here. like
1: Pathetic your affection for this X-Men has ruined you, Emma. I love doing I love Celine's her. voice. It's so good. Her voice
0: is so funny. She's like, I can't believe you care that much about this little sub-bitch. But like, <laughs> why do you care? I mean, he's I mean, fine, but like that's what whatever. I'm saying.
1: I know that you're saying that we don't know who Celine is on the show, but at this point, she has more characters than like literally we really
0: don't, but like everything we know about her is perfection. Right,
1: yeah, like all the characters are very flat on this show except for Celine who's like 300% and I love it (laughs) it's so so
0: funny it's kind of like how we feel whenever we watch a Mr. Sinister episode where it's like this is a character from a different show however they're fucking hilarious and like in Celine's case she's like got belts on her shoulders and like a corset and she's like I love torture and it's like (laughs) you know what I love you Celine and I want to be you
1: yeah I was gonna say I would watch the Mr. Sinister and Celine show but then I realized that really is just the Mr. Sinister and Madeline Pryor show which is the same energy (gasps) okay
0: i wish that were season two of this show
1: Could be. Please bring it
0: back if they're gonna do that uh, shit. Anyway, so Emma responds and she says, this has nothing to do with him and everything to do with the mistake you're about to make, the power you're about to unleash. And Scott is like collapsed on the floor being like you have to listen to her. We've seen the future. And Celine like bends down and gets in Scott's face and she's like, listen, listen to, to her. her.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea who she is, do you? And then Emma like starts freaking out because she's like, oh my yeah, don't tell Scott that I betrayed the X-Men and blah, blah, blah. And Celine is like, the explosion that destroyed your mansion that put your mentor in a coma that took your precious Precious gene from you. You. It was all compliments of Emma Frost and and her cuckoos. cuckoos. So that is sort of not entirely true. I actually really like how they handled this for what it's worth. I know I've made fun of this plot point a lot because I thought that they were going to say that Emma forced the Phoenix out. But that is not what happened.
1: No, but I do want to point out that during this flashback sequence, we see that Xavier and Jean are like, oh, oh our brains. And we see that Emma and the Cougars are blatantly standing in the front Just gate standing right and there. nobody sees them. Nobody then...
0: sees them. I assume that they made it so that no one noticed them, like using their powers.
1: I have to assume that, too, because the show makes us just have to assume anything happening I know, they don't
0: explain it, like, <laughs> at all. So, like, Emma's standing, like, two feet from Xavier, like, brainwashing him with, five women in black cloaks all around her five of her little adorable clones and they're all <laughs> using their powers
1: it's like organization 13 just showed up yeah, on a front <laughs> lawn 13 and like nobody noticed up. them like could you no imagine no one sees them
0: It's incredible. I love the idea. I'm sad now that we weren't referring to the Cuckoos' Organization 13 this whole time because
1: that's literally what they look like. Well, there's only five of them, but yeah, Yeah. that is pretty much what they're going for with the style. They're
0: Organization 5. So they brainwash Xavier and Jean, and Celine. in voiceover is like explaining to us what's going on, and she's like... Emma assured us that she could extract Gene after eliminating the threat of Xavier and his X-Men. She was wrong. So what was going to happen here was that Emma was just going to knock everybody out with her powers and the cuckoo's help and then grab sleepy time Jean and just kidnap her and then take the phoenix out and just deliver her back home. No, no questions asked. Which honestly is quite, quite a way to endear me to Emma because I'm like, that sounds great. Like if it worked... You know, right, like this whole Emma did nothing wrong. I defend her to my death. Oh,
1: me too. <laughs> me too. This is this episode. Emma
0: was like, I was going to show up, save all of your asses, and you never right. would have even known it was me. And I would have taken no credit for it. Like, hello, that fucking rules. I
1: mean, <laughs> I'm mean, i just going to go ahead and spoil this. But what makes or breaks the future from being the bad future is, is Emma, Emma? Right. Like, she
0: saves all of them. Before this episode, she saved all of them from the MRDs. And then in this episode, she's going to save all of them from everything else. Like, it's it's Emma. It's Emma ours. Yeah. We love her.
1: I mean, that's kind of why I do end up enjoying the very end of this is that, like, Emma gets to be the hero versus any she of these does. other characters, which is great.
0: Which is very cool and is, I would say, the number one thing about this show that I think is... Great.
1: Well, I think they did Emma really well.
0: Warren, I think, is great as well on this show. I'll say that, too. Oh,
1: totally. Well, that's because he's like the Terminator and super dramatic. But I think when they were I like I know. And also, we out... love Warren. Yeah, Warren's the <laughs> best, man. Warren is like a sexy, dramatic queen. I love that whenever he is this regular <laughs> Warren, in the comic books and whatever. He's
0: like, it sucks that I'm so beautiful. I know, but then he'll be
1: pushed over the edge and turned into Archangel every single time. He always says a line that's like, this is what you want. It wasn't. Well, there you go. Fine. This is what I truly am. It's like, oh my God, so much.
0: It's just us when we were 14 years old, honestly. I love Warren. I know. So anyway, back to Emma. So Emma tried to put Jean to sleep and kidnap her safely without harming her. But unfortunately, The phoenix inside of Jean reared back and was defending the X-Men, the mansion, all of her friends. Now, it ended up blowing up the mansion instead, but it was just like a defense mechanism thing. It wasn't like Emma wanted the phoenix to come out in that moment. No. So that I thought was a nice reveal because originally I thought it was that Emma would go there and make the Phoenix happen, which I was like, why would she do that? But that's not what it was. Right. So Celine continues and she's like, Emma's miscalculation cost us the Phoenix. So she had to use the X-Men to find her again. That's why she took Xavier's body from the mansion and placed him on the shores of Genosha to earn a place on your team by discovering him for you
1: i thought that was a fun reveal too i thought that was a fun reveal too but i have this really funny image of freaking had
0: did i <laughs> Emma did fucking get... carrying him oh, right and also dumping how, his ass like, did she, on the
1: where show? did she steal a helicopter to get there and not I have no notice? is my question I mean, shaw
0: probably had access to that stuff he's rich
1: i That's mean true. who cares and then Scott turns around he's like emma is it true and I was like, Scott, I had no choice. The Phoenix Force must be stopped. And he's like, you lied to me. And She's like, no, not everything was a lie. I love you.
0: And Celine is like, anyway, you're right. She's a lying bitch. And <laughs> everything she did say was a lie, actually. And if it were up to me and she gets interrupted and Shaw walks in and, and he's like, it isn't Celine.
1: No, Maddie, that is not what his voice says. I know. Like. I'm it's trying so to like, remember how to do it. It isn't Celine. Emma's purchase just, just, just a sign. She won't secure forgiveness when she learns the truth. Were you able to translate anything I just said? <laughs> <laughs>
0: written down already (laughs) anyway he basically is just like we need the phoenix the end and like I don't know why Shaw is this stupid I
1: don't know but it cuts to Jean being held down very erotically by the cuckoos and she's like of course this version of Jean is like flashback to the 90s And I'm like I know. oh dear god Here we go again Yeah. So then we go in Jean's head I didn't even understand that's what was happening at first Because it was just like <laughs> this insane acid trip Scene suddenly happening Where like the animation is literally Waving around Like it's yep. not still And Jean's running around a neighborhood That's just like the back rooms Where it's just a bunch of houses for hours And like nothing else And it's the same house over and over again And her dad's, like, running after her aggressively. Yeah, because
0: she's, like, running from her house, but also towards it. Well,
1: I don't know what's happening. Her dad's like, Magneto is coming for you. You've got to open the door. And she's, like, standing in front of this door. And it looks like they're inside a fucking sauna because everything's just moving around like crazy. And that point, I was like, oh, we're in Jean's head. I didn't even know. There was, like, no transition to that. They were just, like, holding her down. And then this was happening. Like, at least in X-Men, the animated series, it would, like, fade in and out. There was no fade. It was just, like... Like, straight cut. cut, I was like, wait, where are we? Is this a memory? Like, what's happening? And then when I open the doors, I'm like, oh, we're opening more doors.
0: Yeah. Got it. So now it's Jean's dad who's telling her to open doors. But for some reason, every time she opens a different door in the house, it's not, like, the correct door. Like, she keeps dramatically opening different doors and then it, like, doesn't do anything. Right. So Jean's dad is, like... Magneto's coming for you. And there's like a car flying towards the house and it smashes inside. And he's like, Gene, we need the Phoenix to stop him. And Gene is like, no. And Gene's dad is like, where did you hide it? Where? And Gene is like, upstairs. And so they're like running up an infinite number of stairs. Okay,
1: I thought that was really funny that Gene's like, the Phoenix is hiding in my bedroom. And I was like, what the <laughs> well, fuck? Well,
0: I mean, it's like a metaphor inside of her head. And, well, I, know. Like, I, I, I don't got, know.
1: I got that. And so they go upstairs and Jean's like sobbing and she's like, I need the professor. And then like the professor shows up and starts talking to her. He's like, I'm here. Yep. This thing, this didn't make no sense to me because like it cuts to. Well, it's
0: all metaphorical. I mean, it's like, it's not real, you know, like, of course it's not happening. So it doesn't need to make any sense. No, no, no,
1: no, 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 no. She, so we go outside and the cuckoo is like. On Jean's brain, on her head, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. And we hear Xavier's voice coming out of the cuckoo's mouth. And I was like, what? No, that's not how psychic powers work.
0: <laughs> well, I think it's just them trying to animate the fact that the cuckoo is impersonating Xavier inside of Jean's head.
1: But why couldn't they do with it in the last episode where they had like flashes of it being the cuckoo for a second? Because that was cool.
0: Yeah. And also it made a lot more sense than like showing the cuckoo, like using Xavier's voice to talk, which is kind of like, wait, what? It's yeah. a little creepy. Yeah. So then it turns out that the Phoenix is inside a little birdcage in Jean's room. So she goes over to this birdcage and that's the door that she has to open is the door to the cage. So then in order to motivate Jean to finally open it, the cuckoos like pretend Magneto is burst through the door or through the wall with Pietro and Wanda and Xavier and Jean's dad are screaming, open it before it's too late. And there's like all these random characters in the background, like screaming at Jean. And so Gene finally opens the birdcage. And then the phoenix fucking flies out. Also, Xavier knocks Gene over to like get to it, which is kind of interesting. Like, it's like that's when everybody breaks character and they're like, we don't fucking care anymore. Right. And um, all the cuckoos get covered in fire in real life because the yeah. phoenix flies into all of them. In the real world. Yes. And then we just see Emma watching this and being like, oh, my God, we're so fucked.
1: It's really <laughs> a crazy scenario. But first, we get a commercial break where you can get like a Nerf gun, of Bishop's <laughs> gun, and it comes with a toy baby that you use yeah. as a target.
0: <laughs> Is that hope? Yes. <laughs> Great. Great stuff. Love a baby as a target. (laughs) This is an adults only Nerf gun. Good stuff. Uh, So then we get another scene of Logan not making it into the Hellfire
1: house. That's actually pretty funny. Like This completely validates my theory that Logan's walking very slowly across the front lawn, like shaking his ass, hoping that somebody can see him. He
0: can't get there. He can't fucking get there. Right. So like he is about to get in, but then Charles fucking calls him from the future phone. And he's like, Logan, Logan, you have to trust (laughs) static noise, static noise. So the future
1: phone (laughs) right now, it's like... Xavier's head has Zordon appeared in front of Logan's face while driving. And Logan's like batting at it. He's like, I can't see while I'm driving. And I was like, <laughs> he's
0: like, Charles, I can't even hear you. There's yeah. too much static. And Charles <laughs> is like screaming into into Cerebro in the future. Like Logan, you have to trust Emma Frost. <sighs> but for some reason, Emma's name doesn't ever get. It's through.
1: really funny though, because it goes into the future and Xavier screaming, Logan, Logan. And then future Logan walks over. And he's like, what?
0: he doesn't really say that he's like it didn't work did it because it's like his past self is stupid and future logan knows that too he's like i didn't listen to you did i and charles is like yeah
1: i mean that is kind of like future logan's energy is future logan being like yeah i was totally really
0: bad at everything
1: yeah i was so dumb i'm sorry (laughs) that i'm this dumb the
0: problem is he's still dumb but we'll get to that that fight scene that he does with master Bolt. Also made me laugh and was not intended to be funny. Okay,
1: that whole fight scene is like really ridiculous, but Lorna's at least there to like basically wipe out all the, the sentinels at the very end. Yeah. At
0: the very end, she shows up. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Anyway, so in the future, Xavier basically was saying you got to trust Emma, mm-hmm. and then the sentinels
0: are guarding Master Mold. because
1: yeah, they've made it to the Master Mold. Center or whatever. They
0: made it to the final boss, which is Master Mold.
1: I thought the Master Mold was really just going to be a head, but then she like flies. do, the but then she later. like
0: pops out of the ground. So Master Mold is a head lying on the ground, but then it turns out she has a body. She's a later. Diglet, basically. <laughs> She's a sexy Diglet
1: with boobs and ass. <laughs> a Sexy Diglet robot. Uh yeah. and then Xavier goes, We're all going to die aren't we?
0: <laughs> he does.
1: Okay, but then he I looks I... at all
0: the sentinels guarding master mold and he's like, so we have to get rid of all these, huh? This isn't going to go well. We're going to talk
1: about for the second that the writers here knows Logan and Domino's weird history. Oh, actually, you know what? Maybe they don't. I don't think that happened yet. I don't think X-Force happened where Logan and Domino were fucking. I think they came later. I don't know. They
0: had a little sexual tension here, I thought. I agreed with you.
1: Well, that's how I felt too, but like, I don't feel like that had actually happened in the comic books yet. I would have to see what the date on that was, but that's Logan going, if we don't destroy them tonight, we'll be extinct by tomorrow. And Domino goes, I forgot what a sweet talker he is. I was like, I love Domino. Which I
0: thought was cute. I liked it. And then she like tosses a pistol to Xavier who catches it and is like, we're going to die. I was like, great,
1: a gun. (laughs) Something that Xavier needs is more guns. Xavier's like, I know how to use this. He
0: does. He loves guns more than anything else. Yeah. Uh, so then we go over to Master Mold's camp and a sentinel is looking at the cliff that all the X-Men, the future X-Men are on and it like scans them. And then suddenly he gets shot and we see Domino running down the hill towards them like shooting a thousand bullets. I love and Bishop her. Bishop runs after her and he gets shot and he absorbs it and then like kills a couple sentinels and Berserker shoots at one. Wait,
1: but you have to love that we're in the Terminator future and Domino is like just, running at the Terminators with her guns out and she's like I don't care she's Linda
0: Hamilton basically she's
1: like here's my guns here's my titties I don't give three shits. It's so good. Yeah. I love her.
0: She, again, she is the heroine of Terminator 2. So then, uh, Berserker shows up, and he doesn't really do a great job with the Sentinels. Um, he gets tentacled. So
1: yeah, he does get tentacled, and then, like, he does something with electricity. Domino saves him. A
0: bunch of the Laura clones all climb onto a Sentinel also. That
1: happens. There's Xavier running around with a gun, but not doing anything. Uh, Logan's wearing new boots that came out of a BDSM club. Yeah, he is. Did you see that? I, I
0: Saw that. That I saw that his belty boots. He looks great. Um, yeah. he's like on a sentinel clawing at it because that's what Logan does. Yep. Um, so then we cut away from this fight scene. We go back to New York, which is it is kind of a fun transition where we see like future Sentinels and then we see past Sentinels also fighting humans, which I I liked that. And
1: future and past and future and past. I'm sorry, I don't know where my brain is. Okay,
0: this scene is also fun and was also a scene where I was like, why are they having so much trouble fighting the Sentinels? Right, because because Kitty (laughs) jumps
1: out of like a plane or whatever and slides through the whole Sentinel, phasing through it. And then she pops out and she counts down and the Sentinel blows up. And I was like, wow, you could just send Kitty through all the Sentinels and that would just be that.
0: That's what I wrote, too. Like, Kitty can fucking phase through every sentinel and kill it instantly. Again, why is it so hard for them to do this? It shouldn't be difficult.
1: Right, and then Beast stupidly goes up to Magneto (laughs) and shoots metal torpedoes at him, and Magneto snaps. Why? It's actually a cool animation where Magneto snaps, and the torpedoes just explode. Yep. Uh, And then... And then
0: he crushes the helicopter with his hands from
1: afar. Yeah, Beast jumps out and is falling down the side of a building... A rogue sees this. She goes, sorry, Bobby, I gotta grab some ice. I'm like, you could have just done it because, like, he's, like, literally about to die. She touches <laughs> Bobby, steals some ice, and Bobby's like, owie, girl! <laughs> and then he catches Beast. Yep. I mean, arguably, he she may have killed Beast herself because she... Ices his entire body, freezes
0: him to the wall,
1: including his face. So yeah. I don't know how he can breathe.
0: Like to stop him from falling to the, his death, she just freezes him to the side of a building really quick. Right. Which couldn't she have just yelled at Bobby to do that? Like, why did she have to steal Bobby's ice to do that?
1: I don't know. But did you notice that the <laughs> next scene, Logan's still walking into the.
0: <laughs> yes, this is this is the next scene where Logan can't I fucking mean, get he's inside. Not
1: inside. The hell he's still not yet. inside. He's outside on the he's front lawn still.
0: He's slowly walking forward and he starts walking even slower because fucking Leland shows up and is like, I'm going to make you walk slower, bitch. Okay, wait, wait, wait. This is
1: like a really <laughs> funny scene where like Leland is smashing Logan into the ground repeatedly with Logan's ass up while Pierce is firing directly into his butt. And I was like, what yeah. is happening?
0: Like, like- I mean, you know what's happening. These three guys know each other. They do this all the time. Yeah. Like this is just Logan's life. Like, Like, I don't even know. But
1: then they get thrown aside in a second because, like, the cuckoos are turning into the phoenix inside. Mm -hmm. And Emma's, like, telling Shaw that the phoenix is trying to return to Jean. And Shaw's like, no, you're wrong. And it's like, (laughs) how do you know that?
0: That's (laughs) not true.
1: Shaw is so
0: wrong here.
1: Okay, but what is his line, Maddie? This is your favorite line in the whole episode right here is Maddie's favorite. Best writing on the show. Because
0: I don't understand it. Okay, he says to the girls who are now all the Phoenix, crush the Sentinels, destroy the X-Men, and burn Genosha to the ground. I just like copied and pasted that to Ryan. I was like, why is this Shaw's thing that he wants to
1: do? Why <laughs> does his, he want to do these three things? Motivation? Why does he want to kill everyone? I
0: get why he'd want to crush the Sentinels, but why does he want to destroy the X-Men or Genosha? I don't
1: understand that. It doesn't matter because we're never going to find out. So the Cuckoos explode through the wall and fly away in which we get Leland and Pierce's first line on the show, which is... Ah! And that's the final <laughs> that's line their on this show. Final line,
0: because I guess they're dead now. They're never gonna come back.
1: Their first and final line. And then Sean and Celine emerge from the rubble, and Emma just knocks them out like instantly. Is like, well, if that was that easy, why don't we do that like 20 minutes ago? I again? don't
0: know. I don't know. Well, because last time the cuckoos were blocking no, it, I remember? But, but now the cuckoos are gone, so Emma quickly knocks
1: them out. Emma is going over to Scott now. She's like, Scott, Scott, please wake up. Don't leave me. And she like full on ton out kisses Scott and which Jean
0: (laughs) Jean steps up steps out and is like I'm gonna fucking kill you she's like back off bitch
1: and I was like whoa
0: the boy is mine and she's like dancing and singing that. Um, And then like summons a bunch of tentacles to wrap up
1: Emma. This is a craziness. And I was like, I wish we had spent more time building up to any of this because suddenly we're doing the whole Emma Frost, Jean Grey Scott thing, which is always so fun to watch. Always
0: fun, but it's only going to last one second because we don't have any time. We're already halfway through the episode.
1: Okay. But I also love that Jean is a character who's like back off, Emma, Scott's mine only and you can't have him. And she's like, but you're fucking Logan. And she's like, that doesn't count.
0: (laughs) And she's like, that's irrelevant to this discussion. He's also mine. And and Emma's like, okay, but Logan's fucking like 12 other people. And Gene's like, exactly. And Emma's like, that wasn't, that didn't make any sense. What?
1: (laughs) Uh, So, okay, Emma's pinned to the wall and Scott's like, Gene, we'll have to help her later. Right now we have to stop the Phoenix. And Emma goes, if she goes out there, nothing will stop it from returning to her. And Gene goes, and if it does, will that stop it? And Emma says, yes. For now. And Scott goes, no, nobody can have the Phoenix. I love you all. And Jean's like, Scott, <laughs> it chose me for a reason. I have to try. And Emma's like, you can't do it alone. You need my help. And Scott's like, well, you're not going anywhere near her. And I'm like, you just, whatever. I can't.
0: You're so stupid. <laughs> so stupid. And don't worry. Emma's going to escape and, and save them all in the end anyway. But like for the moment, she's stuck, which is very annoying.
1: I'm going to point out that Logan still is not inside the. He's not inside. It He's happens, still not inside. Like, a full five minutes later i don't know this I know. is like logan is walking so slowly so across slowly the, the whole episode he's walking across the front lawn <laughs> of the hellfire Club and like can't get inside it's like, can't really get there funny. meanwhile
0: thousands of people are dying per nanosecond of the phoenix <laughs> and the sentinels and logan is very slowly walking like that is what is happening in this episode is logan just like being like oh oh i'm real tired guys <laughs> That, will, was, that Leland guy, that was crazy. <laughs> and it's like, Logan, can you hurry up? Like- <laughs> now
1: Magneto is standing on the shoulder of a like he's a fucking Gundam. Yep. Which, by the way, oh, my God, I have to just break this for a second because my dad has been getting really back into, like, building model airplanes and <gasps> stuff again. Oh, my again. God. Is
0: he going to get into Gundams? Do you think he's going to start building so Gundams? He.
1: W- we're, like, out doing yard work yesterday. He's like, hey, Ryan, have you heard of Gundams? I was like,
0: oh, my God.
1: <laughs> I was like, yeah dude your
0: dad is gonna put like gundams next to his model trains and shit it's gonna be great
1: anything about gundam except the fact all i know about gundam is that people think some of the characters are pretty gay together but like truly like i'm not a big robot person the closest i ever got into watching any of those shows was like big o which i still didn't really follow i just thought that roger was kind of hot and the theme song was so stupid that i loved it it was like Mm -hmm. big o big o Big o, Bigo, da 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 da, big o,
0: Bigo.
1: <laughs> Your dad is gonna build so many Gundams, dude. <laughs> right, so he's dude. he's he asked me about these Gundams, and I was like, "What?" He's like, "Yeah, I went to a hobby shop, and they had these Gundams." I'm like, "You're going to nerd stores without me? Like, what is? What's happening?"
0: <laughs> Your dad. That's incredible. He's I'm like so a proud comedy
1: of routine at all times. It's pretty funny. Anyway, uh, coming back to this Gundam where is riding on the shoulder, which does check out, I guess, for Gundam if he's like this gay man riding a robot, right?
0: Yeah. But then who should show up but five. The Phoenix? Force? Five ladies inside of a Phoenix together, all twirling around and lighting everything in New York City slash Washington, D.C. on fire together. I
1: know, I'm fire. And is like, oh, wait, the Phoenix is going <laughs> to destroy everyone, like Xavier said. And I was like, yes. what?
0: I was so annoyed at him. I was like, Magneto, Xavier told you
1: <laughs> this was going to happen. I don't even know what happens. Like, but something happens. We see a shot of the Phoenix, and then we see another shot of Magneto's helmet like bouncing down the city. And then, that yeah, shot I don't know why his helmet Magneto's falls off. His helmet ground, falls off, and I was like, wait, what even happened? I don't know. Pietro
0: saves him. So here's what happens: the Phoenix destroys like three Sentinels in two seconds. Which, by the way. Even if the Phoenix didn't show up, the X-Men were doing just fine.
1: I'm just going to say it. Oh yeah, 100%. Magneto
0: was absolutely going to lose either way, but for some reason it's presented as though Magneto only loses because the Phoenix shows up. Stupid. But anyway, the Phoenix destroys three Sentinels in two seconds. Magneto, including the one that Magneto was riding on, his helmet falls off and he is falling to the ground because his Sentinel just burned up into ash suddenly. And Pietro zoops in and rescues his daddy and carries him into an alleyway. He's like, it's okay, daddy, I love you so much and I saved you. And Magneto's like sobbing and he's like take me back to genosha and pietro's like you want to run and Magneto's like we lost everybody defeated me and i just wrote like you were told this would happen Magneto. like xavier (laughs) fucking told you that it wasn't going to work and okay maybe he wasn't specific enough but he did tell you what was going to happen like what did you think would would go right about this plan
1: At all. We don't know who Magneto is on the show, but he's not Magneto. He's so
0: stupid. He's so stupid. And the ending at Genosha, insanity. But we'll get there.
1: Oh my God, we're getting there. First (laughs) we have a commercial break. It's like some guy in front of a camera going...
0: Is it Sebastian Shaw? Yeah, no,
1: it's, uh, it's just me with a mask <laughs> over my face.
0: Oh, it's Jesus. Also,
1: the translation. Sebastian
0: was, Shaw is inviting you to his haunted house, the Hellfire Clubhouse.
1: <laughs> okay, we have to explain what this is now.
0: <laughs> okay, there's a video of Ryan with a hat over his face, like making an advertisement for the haunted house we made as teenagers, and it's just him screaming but you can't understand anything he's saying because his hat is over his face Ryan how have you not put this video out on the internet yet it
1: has to go on Patreon now but also like it's just like a full minute of it playing Batman music leading up to it and then it's so so funny that you can't hear me I mean like Maddie had to write a translation (laughs) we were crying laughing it was so bad but the translation of this right now what I was saying was go to the Mutant Ages store everyone buy yourself a time travel is real shirt for the holidays <laughs> we're working on some new merch right now so
0: hell yeah this is a
1: good time you can get that logo on anything you want you can get the mutanages logo you can get time travels real t-shirts mugs yeah all mugs the fun stuff like
0: tote bags whatever tote you bags, want it's whatever you want
1: it's there get yourself a mouse pad Merry Christmas everybody thank you <laughs> mm-hmm. so then we go back to the future
0: <laughs> Back to the future. And we see a bunch of destroyed sentinels. That's and Domino right. and Xavier and Bishop are all facing off against Master Mold. And this part is fucking hilarious. I'm sorry. So like Vanisher bamps Logan into the sky and drops him onto Master Mold. I don't know what's happening So that he can here. claw Master Mold in the head. And he immediately gets shockwaved off of Master Mold because of a force field. And then stands back up and flings himself back onto the force field a second time right for no reason and then shouts force field i was like logan did you really need to hit the force field <laughs> twice before you figured out that it was a force field like we
1: dude love logan On this show I know
0: It's like a huge Electromagnetic force field With like a million lasers Flying out of it As soon as he hits it And then he's like I better try that again And it's like (laughs) Logan
1: Uh, You know what First he walks Very slowly up The Sentinel For three days And then he jumps (laughs) on it
0: and then a million more Sentinels show up and all of them look around.
1: Like So many. So many more. And the dogs.
0: And the dogs, the Wolverine bots, right. all shoot out of the ground and they're all like, rawr, rawr, and it's oh, like, right. oh, I guess we're all going to die again. But suddenly. And then what happens, Ryan? Your favorite part happens. Yeah,
1: it is my favorite part because it's like the coolest part of this episode where it is cool. Mero walks over the hill and they're yes. like, this is just them trying to remember to be like, we have to tie Marrow back in before we end this show forever. <laughs> and know. so Mero's like, standing there like Marrow, you found us and she's like no but she did and then Lorna flies out
0: wearing her dad's helmet looking fucking okay, epic it's as so hell
1: fucking cool and she like destroys all the sentinels without any issue it's like yeah so cool I fucking it's very love cool. it so it's much. very
0: very cool unfortunately she cannot destroy master mold though
1: well she gets close like she blasts down the force field that happens.
0: yeah she blasts out the force field and destroys all the sentinels and then master mold pops up out of the ground
1: yeah <laughs> she's she so tall that and she she's has like boobs. the size of a building don't and she's why. talking like latos where she's like your way against the natural order ends now
0: <laughs> and then she creates a huge vortex and starts sucking all the x-men into it i
1: was like what the fuck is happening i was like i don't know I've
0: truly- never explained by the way i literally don't know how they were going to get out of this if Emma
1: didn't do what she did in the present. We're just both screaming because we're both so annoyed with like how insane this episode is. And
0: how not built up to it is where it's just like, okay, why did Logan know where Master Mold was? Remember how he just showed up two seconds ago and was like, hey guys, I know where Master Mold is. And like, they just go there. I I don't know.
1: and so they get sucked it's... up into this tornado. Don't know how that even results out because we don't get to see like the conclusion of it. Well, I
0: think they all would have died if the X-Men hadn't like stopped the Sentinels in the present day. I think that's the implication.
1: Right. Okay, so Emma tries to free herself and she's turning to Diamond and she asks Logan to cut her loose. Because
0: Logan finally gets okay, to yeah, that's, the that's, rubble. Uh,
1: that, Logan is like, okay, by the way, he's like- <laughs> Logan on the is like roof.
0: walking by. No, he's like, on
1: Logan... the roof of the Hellfire Club. And I was like, why are you still not inside the Hellfire Club? And why did you go to the roof? I
0: don't think he's on the roof For what it's worth Because I think Emma is down In the catacombs Oh
1: do you think they're downstairs And I think she's surrounded By rubble
0: because the entire Building was destroyed So I think Logan Is just walking Across the lawn Still Walking across the
1: lawn Walking by And she
0: sees him And is like Hey Logan What are you doing (laughs) Like literally
1: why are you here? And like,
0: why are you this useless?
1: I don't know. And, and he's like, like,
0: guess what? I'm not going to do. I'm not going to free you. I'm just going to go. And she's like, what the fuck? Logan?
1: <laughs> he did nothing. Like, He
0: literally did nothing. Why did he come here? He comes here and he's like, oh, that was kind of fucked up. And then he just
1: leaves. <laughs> and I was like, Logan, please. Too much is at stake. You have to trust me. And he makes a grumpy face. Which is like, that's the connection. He's like, there's the trust thing. It has to be that. Yes,
0: that's how he remembers. He's like, wait, Xavier told me to trust someone. Could it be Emma? And then he's like, <laughs> all
1: right, I guess I'll for you. Meanwhile, the Phoenix is like going crazy. It's destroyed like- an entire state. The Phoenix
0: is murdering six thousand people. Again. I know. Yeah. Gene
1: like runs just to the street. All the
0: X-Men are fucking asleep on the ground. I'm sorry. We can't skip this part. All the X-Men are asleep.
1: When did that happen? When I did that know. happen? They're just like know. done. They've all They're been just knocked unconscious. Except for Beast who's glued to a wall. And Gene's like, You want me back? Well, here I am. And the cuckoos scream. The Phoenix goes for Gene. Scott starts shooting at the Phoenix with its Eye beams like, because eye beams. I was like I seriously was like Maddie what is happening there's so much <laughs> happening in this episode I had
0: to watch this multiple times because I was like why did the phoenix not go into Gene there and it's because Scott shoots it with its eye beams and that for some reason makes the phoenix be like ow
1: I, <laughs> I know, and Gene's like Scott <laughs> it's gonna kill you and Scott keeps on shooting at it but then the phoenix blows him up and he does almost die
0: except who saves him okay who wait saves hold him? on
1: first the phoenix then turns around sees Gene and Gene literally looks at it and passes out and i was like you didn't even do anything
0: you were just standing there she just falls over i don't know what the fuck she's like oh no i'm really overwhelmed right now guys i was like
1: so annoyed that jean gray is like this version of jean gray which is like useless oh my god they keep doing this to her and i really really hope that some iteration in the near future like when jean is in the mcu let her be a badass because
0: even x-men tas doesn't really do it well no. we got it we got a cop to
1: that okay x-men evolution actually got jean gray's yes, actual I comic agree. book personality X-Men evolution perfectly. is great i love that so then the cuckoos fall down and, uh, oh wait, not yet. Sorry. The cuckoos, they're all
0: wearing their little Phoenix outfits, by the way. I just think that's funny.
1: They're about to fly at Jean and kill her and Scott when Emma yes. jumps in. She
0: suddenly zooms in. It's like, she comes out of nowhere, like Pietro speed style. I don't know how she got there that quick, but she zooms Morgan in. Morgan just like
1: threw her in there.
0: As the Phoenix is like dive bombing towards Jean to inhabit Jean. And then instead, Emma gets inhabited by the Phoenix because right. she like, Dives in front of it, and she goes diamond mode to kind of like keep the phoenix inside of herself. And she like, in a lot of pain, is like talking to Scott, like clutching her body, being like, "Get Gene out of here! I'm not sure how long I can contain it." And Scott is like, "What are you gonna do?" And she's like, "Try and release it."
1: And Scott's like, "No." don't you do it and she he goes running <laughs> over to Emma and then Logan runs over he's like summer she knows what she's doing we got to yeah, go which
0: i appreciated actually that Logan was like no we got to get out of here
1: this is sad cuz Emma starts like cracking which is like yeah
0: like her diamond is cracking into a million little pieces and her last words are scott forgive me and then she explodes into a million fucking pieces
1: it dies
0: and dies, but she saves everyone because the phoenix explodes into nothingness because it it was in a host body that died, I guess, and so it releases itself into the atmosphere.
1: Yeah, it's really sad. Emma like actually sacrifices herself. It is really
0: sad. It's a really cool piece of animation too, where like Scott and Jean are like standing there covered in diamonds falling to the ground. Like it's like probably the best cool. part
1: of this episode, honestly. Well, yeah, it's it's like it's raining tiny diamond shards. This is why I was like season two. I'm sure Beast was going to like put her together again. Oh, yeah.
0: Beast is sitting there in the ice cave on the wall. Like, I bet I could collect all that shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that is kind of Beast's deal.
0: <laughs> he's, he's like, I'll be I'll be right down. Guys,
1: don't touch anything. <laughs> this is like really sad, though, because like, first of all, Emma just sacrificed herself to save the world. And so like this whole show was a build up to lead into the fact that Emma is the true hero hero of the show and literally nobody else, which is great. And then there's this really good animation where Gene runs to Scott and hugs him and he doesn't look at her. He looks back at where Emma was.
0: Yeah, I know because it's like introducing the idea that Scott is realizing that Emma is maybe the love of his life. Yeah, which is like, whoa. What? I mean,
1: it's so good. I mean, I think it, I think the show got that part right. I know is their whole dynamic. I Although know. Gene and Logan do not even interact on the show except for that one flashback. I know,
0: which is stupid. They should have had Gene be here the whole time so they could keep the love triangle there and then also have Emma be like entering in. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, they didn't spend enough time on that. Instead, they do this weird flashback where, like, stupid. I guess Logan and Gene flirt, but it really looked like Logan and Scott were flirting. And I was like. I What is the deal? Uh, So then it cuts away to Genosha which has been Completely obliterated it's just a hole. Okay
0: this is an insane scene I know insane Genosha is an apocalyptic wasteland Where no life can survive like It is all black it is like There's no food and there's just a bunch Of refugees standing there Like shivering
1: there's like maybe 25 to 30 people who Did not die
0: And this is Magneto's fault by the way He called the sentinels there and Killed almost all of his own people and destroyed The entirety of his island Yeah And so he comes back And he's like Hey guys (laughs) And Wanda's just Standing there like Are you fucking Kidding me dude Like You can't come here and Magneto's yeah. like, I've made mistakes, Wanda, but every action was for the good of mutant kind. And Wanda goes, I used to believe that, but not anymore. Pietro, you're welcome here, but this is no longer father's kingdom. And Pietro just like moves closer to his daddy, like, I'm not coming back. I'm hanging out with my dad. Daddy
1: likes me, unlike you. That's kind of his vibe. Yeah. And Magneto's like, Wanda, don't do this. And then he looks at Lorna, and Lorna starts walking away. He's like, Lorna, not you too, And I love how Wanda just looks at Blink and says Blink, and Blink just throws little daggers at Pietro and Magneto that teleports them away, and that's that. It's great.
0: (laughs) <laughs> and that's that. And now it's like a fucking matriarchy with Wanda, Lorna and Blank, like walking away, being like, I guess we have to rebuild the entirety of this island because it's been completely destroyed. Like,
1: Jesus Christ. I mean, it's Wanda. She could just like. That's true. Think about it and make it appear. She's
0: not like good enough at that yet, though, that we've seen. That's She's true. Still She's still really like, still
1: like not tapped into that yet. So that's a really mm-hmm. good point. She's still like a teenager. So then we go back yeah. to the X mansion and Xavier still asleep. And scene. all the X Men are here with no lines, except, waiting. Yeah, waiting, waiting for, for Logan. To Rogue <laughs> runs in. I do like how this went down, but it's like so weird that Rogue they had to it's wrap so this up too at they're the same like, time. Though. They're like, oh, quickly, Logan and Rogue are fighting, so we have to make them resolve it at the end of the show because there's no more show now. And yeah. Rogue's like, listen, I- I'm sorry for ever doubting you. And Logan's like, well, uh, turns out that you were right. <laughs> So I'm sorry too, and then they hug. He's out. like,
0: "You had a pretty good reason to doubt me because I've been fucking up this whole time." And they both kind of laugh and hug each other, and it's like, "Oh, good, good one." Freeze frame, end of the
1: show. Okay, wait, hold on. So now they call Xavier, and Xavier's yes. head appears, and like he's like. Hello, everybody. It he takes a
0: second to be like, "Hi, Gene, You're looking hot," which I, I was like, "Shut the fuck up!" Too.
1: I was like, "I cannot believe they put that in there." But it's like good for the <laughs> show for leaving Xavier being, being creepy as creepy. Hell, it's like what the fuck dude, hated it. dude <laughs> not okay every
0: single character almost died and he's like oh gene i'm really glad you made it he's What's like up?
1: looking good gene and i, I was mean like, i know he
0: like hasn't seen her for a while because they all thought she was dead so like that was oh what they were God. trying to do there but i just was like i don't i don't want him to talk to gene i just i don't want it was to so talk. gross
1: and then logan's like hey really did like you it. fix the future and xavier's like yes you stopped the war the phoenix and the rise of sentinels you stop that too so good job everyone so anyway (laughs) the future changed and we live in the apocalypse world now
0: like um so it turns out we need to do a bunch of other shit now because there's like a bunch of pyramids floating in the sky right now okay
1: i'm gonna throw it out there that apocalypse world looks fucking awesome and i was like where does. is this show i was like i know we wasted 26 episodes to reveal this really cool shit that we never got to see like that is my takeaway from this
0: like apocalypse world is literally like princess sinister comes out wearing pigtails looking adorable <laughs> Literally, he has pigtails. I love it. And he's like, hi, everybody. The king is coming. And then also... Scott Summers is there and he's like a little prince bitch boy with like long hair because you gotta be femme if you're gonna hang with Sinister and he has one eye because it's, it's the Apocalypse 90s storyline from the comics yeah 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 and then Apocalypse walks out like a fucking rock star there's like crowds of millions of people screaming Apocalypse's name like they're like fucking I don't even know they're like screaming for their rock star there's
1: like girls like passing out they're like oh my god yeah, there there girls like, is! oh my god it's Apocalypse oh my god oh my god
0: and then like every and like Apocalypse, like, waves his arms around in the air like he's a rock star. (laughs) And that's how it ends. And it's so funny. Like, I can't believe that's how it ends. Like, oh my god it's like you know, the biggest rock concert of all time
1: I, okay, so I will say that this show I really did enjoy all the future stuff with the sentinels I think that was yes. the strongest point of the show it was but absolutely this apocalypse was. world looks like such bonkers he-man level <laughs> bullshit and I want it Like it, it is so <laughs> amazing I
0: really wanted like apocalypse and sinister to just be sassy queens who are like brainwashing the planet and being like we just think mutant supremacy is the most important thing and like <laughs> meanwhile Xavier Xavier's still in the mansion. The mansion exists still in this universe, and Xavier's yeah. just hanging out in there completely alone. And it's like, has everyone abandoned him? Like, what's that situation? You know, like, what led to that? Okay, also, the whole city
1: that was outside of the Xavier mansion is... uh been rebuilt, so it's a city, but the city is pyramid shaped.
0: It's like apocalypse city now, and
1: there's also like floating pyramids and shit. It's yeah, like really cool cyberpunk Egypt, and I love it. I
0: know, and it's like only Xavier's building hasn't been rebuilt, and he's just like sitting in his old ass mansion alone, being like, "I don't like the cyberpunk world. It's dumb."
1: It's very much like we're going into Super Mario Brothers again, and like instead of Dino Hatton, we're like in apocalypse. <laughs> like in apocalypse Hatton, yeah. And it's, yeah, it's a lot of fun and I was like this show looks great honestly it does. I, you know if it got a season 2 and it didn't have to deal with the restrictions that it had to tell this story on this show I think that mm-hmm. it would be interesting I think it would
0: have been fun I also feel like they would have probably done the four horsemen and stuff I mean I don't know well, like
1: they, they said that they were going to bring in magic and I think they were going to bring in Rachel oh, Summers and like it that all was other fun. cool characters that we would have loved to see
0: I mean for that reason I'm like I guess I would like to see season 2 because I think it would be a stronger show and less all over the place than this show has been
1: and I, they could also like bring Emma back and I wanted to see which storyline they pick to do that because there's no way that they would have left her dead because she was such a main component of season one mm-hmm. and people love her and I, oh, I forget the voice actress that plays her, but she appeared on another podcast that I listened to X reads podcast and she was on it. Mm-hmm. And one of the questions they were asking was like, could they know more about what season two was? And she's like, I really don't want to give it away in case it like ever happens because she was really into it and she really liked it. And so the fact that she knew what was going to happen kind of entails that she would be coming back. Right. So that's cool. But they, they had her voice actress read lines from the comic books like emma's famous lines but in the emma frost voice
0: that's so fun yeah yeah she's great i like her a lot on this show and i mean i really do like that this finale has so much great emma stuff in it i'm not going to give it a good rating (laughs) i'll just say that right now i why were the x-men asleep why 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 did logan take 10 years to walk across a lawn like i don't know ryan it's probably like a two
1: yeah i i was thinking about that while we were going up to this point to rate it and i was like all right what am i going to rate it and i'm probably just going to give it a two out of five x's which is really sad for it's not a, a finale one. but i think we did the same with x-men evolution because that last episode was not very strong Ugh, either i would no like, i don't think wasn't. we liked that at all at least in this we like laughed
0: I, we didn't like the finale for season one either for that show it was like magneto turning everybody into dragon ball z characters like I don't know. Those finales were kind of rough. Like it's, I I just think maybe this particular creative team kind of struggles with some of that because it's the same team.
1: Exactly. And I I feel like we really were harsh on this show, but I want to, if just in case the creative team is listening,
0: well, we're such fans. We
1: like what you've done and we like a lot of the concepts and I don't, we don't think it's your fault. We think that Marvel gave you some absurd restrictions
0: Okay, and also, Ryan, and I, I touched on this a little bit last week, but didn't really get into detail. The X-Men comics during this time period were not good. Like, the stuff that they had to adapt, potentially this was like some of the lowest points of X-Men comics for a lot of people. I mean, not necessarily me, but like these are not the strongest storylines, you know? Like this is the the Fox merger with Disney hadn't happened yet. Like things were really weird during this time, you know? Yeah,
1: this was a weird period of time in our lives also. yeah, I would encapsulate like 2007 to 2010 being as like, the weird the times. Worst time period of our lives I really was and like the media that was coming. which out. I was
0: wondering that too I was like I wonder if part of why we don't resonate with this show so much is because we just weren't in a good place when we were watching it I mean I don't know that's it could be just a personal bias that we have I'm totally willing to cop to that you yeah know?
1: I agree I think that's crazy that like it's just a kind of lined up but like I, we watched it right now and it still didn't resonate. But I do think that there's stuff now that we watched it and we are like, okay, these episodes we do like, which when I watched them the first time around, I was like, like, I don't think I cared as, that much about the future stuff as I did this time where I was like, I don't know. This future stuff seems awesome. Like I kind of love that whole episode with rover. And I thought that was really good. Mm-hmm. There's episodes of the show that I really enjoyed watching it now and did resonate with me, but there wasn't like that emotional value that X-Men evolution had because I don't think that was there. And the only episodes I remember super liking the first time I saw this was the Warren episode, which coming back to it now from a political lens, it hit even harder than it did the first mm-hmm. time I saw it. And I also really enjoyed that episode with Mr. Sinister running around doing the stupid shit with Scott. And I, I like how those two episodes are still probably my favorites on this show, which we could do in our wrap up, but like, I don't know. Those were just strong episodes for me because I have like my favorites in there. So like, I'm a little biased, But, like, there is no emotional weight. There was a ton of emotional weight in X Men Evolution and X Men the animated series because we had time to learn who these characters are and spend time seeing what their struggles were. And we don't see any of this on the show. They just keep on throwing new characters at us. They don't give us names half the time, they're just there. It just doesn't work. You know, like, it doesn't have that same weight to it. And maybe our lives didn't line up with the show at the time, but you could still watch something now and be like, I can find the value in this and be like, okay, so like, this is what I'm feeling. And we've learned how to really pull that out when we're looking at the political lens of things or just even like seeing what our take is on it. Mm-hmm. And it's just not there for this show at all. It's, it's not, right? Like, yeah, I think conceptually, there's a lot of great ideas. And we could do this again on the wrap up. But like for this episode, to have them wrap it up in this like really sloppy everything comes together and you're like, these plots didn't make sense leading up to it and they don't make any sense now. Mm-hmm. They needed to cut like so much shit out of the show and just do like either like the Phoenix versus the future or, Or like the M or D and Sentinels versus the future. Or
0: just the Sentinels and the Phoenix if you want to have two big bads. But at that point, you need to take Genosha off the table. I was going to say, oh my
1: God, you know what? In both those scenarios, I don't think Genosha needed to be there. It
0: doesn't. I mean, especially if you want to have any conflicts there. Like you could keep it if you're going to have it be like extremely sidelined, which is sad because I love Magneto. But like you only have so much space to do so much. And because they did so much Genosha stuff on this show that like honestly wasn't paid off in a satisfying way at all, they had no time for the Phoenix. And then that wasn't paid off in a satisfying way either. And honestly, neither was the MRD. It's like everything somehow got short
1: drift. The MRD didn't even have like an ending. Yeah, These other things that you just listed at least had an ending. The MRD was Logan going, S.H.I.E.L.D. and the MRD are back, and then we saw them both explode, and that was that.
0: Well, somehow the ending was also like, I don't, like, why was Mystique becoming Senator Kelly? Like, I don't even know why that was, was there. Where was Mystique
1: in this episode? Where was Senator Kelly? I don't know. Like, did he die on Genosha? Like, it I guess. He must not... have. That's
0: actually a great point. <laughs> like, I guess he's dead. <laughs> like, that's crazy.
1: I oh don't even God. know what's happening. Like, this show I... needed to take time. I I think I remember <laughs> saying earlier, like, on the podcast that one of the things I was looking forward to about this show is seeing all the different overarching plots, but it's, like, really too messy.
0: hmm
1: Okay, also, The Cure was a part of this show. Do you remember that? That at least wrapped up.
0: Yeah, I know. But also, remember when there was an anti-mutant caller? there's so much stuff on this show (laughs) that like they introduced and then they were like, see ya. Like Gambit was on the show for two episodes and two episodes only.
1: Do you remember that episode where Magma walked in and like the M.R.G. were trying to kill her. And then she's like, I've got to go home to my kingdom. And Logan's like, where's that? She's like, bye. She's like,
0: bye.
1: I don't know. Why? There's like too many things on this that were introduced. And I feel like we could do a rewrite that makes sense and cut out stuff. We
0: could cut out so much stuff.
1: And it would make it sad because we we won't be seeing like Mojo. Like I love Wanda, but she does not need to be on this show.
0: She doesn't. And neither does Mojo. And neither does like Christy or whatever her name is. The daughter of the random guy that Logan thought he killed. Okay.
1: Wait. <laughs> Hold on. There was also like the plot line with the Brotherhood on there. And then like, what happened? Oh my about- God. In the,
0: in the mall, the like dilapidated mall, like Fred was on the show randomly. What happened to Fred? Where is he right now?
1: I don't know. Where's Toad? I don't know. Remember
0: when Domino was a part of the Brotherhood and then like, Now, the only Domino we see is future Domino.
1: Well, at least that's like, she's there. She probably gets more screen time than any other character on this show.
0: I know. It's kind of fun to see so much Domino. (laughs)
1: Yeah, I'm not complaining about that. But it's so random.
0: It's like kind of funny that the Brotherhood just stopped being on the show at a certain point. I forgot about them completely. That's what I'm saying. That's crazy. I
1: don't... There's a way that this show could be done a little bit better, but... If it were to be given a season two, I'd be here for it because I do. Oh,
0: we'd watch it. You know us. We'd watch it. We'd give it a chance. We always want these things to be good. I
1: feel like those restrictions shows had back in the day have become so much more loose over the years.
0: Absolutely. You can have overarching storylines. You don't have to have one shots. You don't have to worry about that stuff. It's
1: funny because like all these cartoons and TV shows I watch now, I feel like for the most part are pretty well spaced out. Like, I can't even think of anything recently that I've been like, wow, that was kind of bad. Like, almost everything I watch is like good on some level. Like, I think we've just gotten to that point where we've figured out that formatting. Mm -hmm. I think also, as sad as this is for me as somebody who loves watching reels upon reels upon reels of commercials all day for fun, getting rid of commercials <laughs> and just like having people watch something as like a show that can be on a streaming service at any length has really changed. Mm-hmm. how Any
0: length is, is so yeah. different.
1: Right. And like yeah. it really changes the way that we consume anything. And that is pretty cool. Yeah.
0: Or even the way that we write stories has changed completely where it's like, it can be any length, like tell the story at the length you want it to be like, that's so different from all the constraints that TV was facing back then, which it almost makes it interesting to evaluate this type of show now from a historical lens because it's like, wow, they had to have filler episodes. They had to have these like extra things that we usually don't like to watch on rewatch, or sometimes we think are really funny or like interesting. Yeah, because they had these constraints that they were facing. The only
1: thing that really has worked in those constraints are sitcoms. So yes. like all the stuff that we love, like Golden Girls, Living Full House, Single, Little Single, or even like cartoons, like. Simpsons, Bob's Burgers, South Park works in that format cuz they were built for that format and like mm-hmm. they weren't like created to like be telling like a big universal story. I mean sometimes right. there, but usually But a lot
0: of it's standalone episodes.
1: Right. And it's like they can reference other episodes, but everything they did wraps. And I think comedy works really well in that format too because like you get your like 20 minutes, you get your A plot, your B plot, you can follow what's happening. It's funny, you're just there to have a good time. It's really truly the only place that works. Because then, even like the longer shows that have to fit in like that sixty-minute mark with commercials, like say Murder, she wrote. They have to like do the whole episode and wrap it in the same episode, and like it's it mm-hmm. can sometimes get a little clunky. Buffy suffers from that as well. Like it's just we're in a different world now. So well, but Buffy also
0: has so many filler episodes. Like rewatching Buffy now, That's what I'm
1: saying there's a lot of filler. It's like
0: this show where there's twenty-six episodes, and a lot of them are going to be terrible. <laughs> it's like God damn, like it's it's just a different world now. Like now you can just watch ten episodes and be done.
1: Yeah, like I love that Stranger Things 4 just got to be a bunch of hour long movie. Like they were literally hour and a half each and they were all like a mini movie but they were all like told at a pace that makes fucking sense. I think Wolverine the X-Men could do that. I'm really interested to see how X-Men 97 is going to handle this because they don't have commercials.
0: Me too because it might not all be 23 minute episodes either. Right. It might be totally different.
1: I know. Well, They could could be four minute episodes. Who knows?
0: (laughs) Yeah, they might all be four minutes. So they're all going to be TikToks. <laughs> it's going to well, be a series of Instagram reels. It's okay. going to be great.
1: So I guess we should talk about who's gay. Wait, oh, do we even have a who's gay section or are we just skipping oh it this God. week? Oh my God.
0: I forgot about... Well, who would we even say?
1: (gasps) All right. We'll just know who's gay section this week because this episode didn't even try to have that in there. Like, there's no metaphors. (laughs) There's no politics. There's no metaphors. I think this is another
0: reason we don't like the show because there have been so many episodes where we're like, no one's gay. There's barely any metaphors. The politics of the show are so inconsistent. Yeah. Whatever. We can get to this in the wrap up. But like, what are the politics of this episode?
1: (laughs) Like, what is that? Before before the wrap up, we are going to watch Hulk versus. We
0: are. We're going to watch Hulk versus next week.
1: Not both of them because there's two episodes.
0: Not both of them. We're not watching the Thor one. No. Right. We're skipping Thor. We're just watching Hulk versus Wolverine, which was made before this show. Technically, we should have started with this, but we didn't. Well,
1: well. we didn't realize that like that it was in canon to Wolverine. Yeah, we didn't realize that. So we're going to yeah. do that and then we'll wrap on the show. After that, we will do a listener mail. So start sending those in at the mutantages at gmail.com. Oh, sounds we'll like we're in days the plug
0: section. You keep saying that, Ryan, we're doing apocalypse.
1: We're watching days of future past again
0: no we are <laughs> watching x-men apocalypse oh my god anyway go to mutantages.com. check out all the ways that you can contact us we have the at gmail at gmail.com is our email we have a discord server where you can write in questions or just chat about the episode on the general channel and so many other channels you can talk about the mcu whatever you want we also have a voicemail inbox 1508-319-1668 And we have a P.O. Box, which is P.O. Box 3344, Natick, Massachusetts 01760. And of course, we are on every single social media platform, which honestly, go ahead and follow us wherever the heck you want, whether it's Twitter or anywhere else that you might be using these days. We are the mutant ages on every platform. We update all of them. If Twitter dies, we will move to all those other platforms. I'm certainly using other platforms a lot more these days. I'm definitely using my Tumblr and my Insta. Yes,
1: you know, that's a great point we should definitely let everybody know to go to the facebook page for the mutant ages or more likely instagram because on there so go check that out we'll figure out what we want to do i don't think twitter is gonna completely gonna die but we'll see me we either could, we'll see what happens i don't think it's
0: gonna completely die and no. we will still be on there exactly. um, we're individually on there uh, i'm at Mitty myers everywhere where are you ryan
1: i am at ryan Pajella on twitter twitter before it's called like <laughs> elon musker <laughs> oh i'm at ryan.pajala on instagram so if you're following me on twitter make sure you go follow me on instagram that's i think the other platform i use the most that's
0: the other main platform that you and i both use the most if yeah. people want to follow us somewhere else but you know we're on tiktok as well and and everything else yeah i mean Facebook. like
1: literally every, everything you can find us anywhere including on youtube i've got my youtube channel uh but we also that's have a right. youtube channel for the mutant ages which will be getting some action again soon because we're planning to bring back the live streams where we read the old unproduced scripts of the x-men movies
0: yeah it's winter and we're sad and bored so we will be live streaming and you we can come will. hang out while we, we while we do live. or streams. you can watch
1: some of the games that we play there that are all the x-men video games and at some point we'll get back to that too so but there's plenty of footage there for you to watch lots of old videos um i was watching the x-men ravages of apocalypse again where it was the <laughs> quake conversion and i was laughing because maddie and i were like I, I, you know what? There's that great moment. I think in the first <laughs> where episode where I delete
0: the entire save that okay, moment but that was
1: after like Warren flew out and I like lost <laughs> my mind and I screamed it's Warren I jumped down an elevator shop multiple times and Katie's just dying in the background being like dude like you can't react by jumping down the elevator shop so you're like let me play and you just saved <laughs> over the whole game we had started over again it's really funny to watch retrospect before we started cheating at the game because we're like "We're I never going I know gonna finish because it was so
0: hard and then eventually we were like what if we cheat it's fine we'll install some,
1: some so cheats. that is where all the Additional mutant ages content goes, and I highly recommend checking it out.
0: Hell yeah! Um, Also, we have some ways that you can financially support us. We have a store, which, of course, we had that wonderful, wonderful commercial for from (laughs) Teenage Ryan (laughs) Pagella. oh my god we also have a patreon which is patreon.com slash the mutant ages which we
1: can see that video now yes
0: and if you join the patreon you can see goofy videos like that and you can also get bonus episodes depending on which level you back and if you are one of our highest or patreon supporters you get a shout out on the show i i don't know who you want to do um
1: i guess we can have logan come back and be like hey samuel b sorum b zach s Thanks for being our top tier supporters here on the show. Thanks for taking me along this journey and helping me try to rediscover <laughs> sorry, my memories. Sorry, I members. sucked at I'm it sorry really that I bad. I fucked everything up because I didn't listen to anyone at all <laughs> who was like. <laughs> better than me in every single way but anyway I have to go back to hiding the shadows because Sabertooth's waiting
0: I'm the best at what I do and what I do isn't leading the X-Men
1: <laughs> I, dun, dun, dun. I'm the best at what I do and the best thing I do is fuck Sabretooth. hell yeah like, Sabretooth fucks me bub don't tell anyone
0: oh my god okay I'm
1: definitely not a bottom
0: yeah <laughs> Wolverine is the switch we've gone over
1: this <laughs> <laughs> we've gone over this we have to we've had extensive research on this or they
0: say they say verse now Well, I
1: think switch also happens like a lot in like the BDSM scene but I could be wrong about that too so whatever. right whereas
0: verse is just more like a general like who's on top
1: well it's because that's what everyone puts on their fucking dating profiles and it annoys me when they're like you a top or a bottom and I was like I'm fucking verse like an adult like I'm sorry like <laughs> <laughs> Like what, why are we Maybe sometimes people Like to have those roles But personally Like I'm like What what does this even have to do With like Me going on a date with you Like why
0: do you only Want to have sex One kind of way Anyway yeah, that sounds Wait, We on the Mutant Ages Are saying Be open minded You know Try, Try a little stuff. bit of
1: everything If that includes yeah, Getting electroshocked I don't know <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh my God. Okay. Um, if you can't afford to support the
1: show, <laughs> don't do. <are> we, and- <laughs> Ryan Ryan about his sex I'm advice like may not be to rally good, right now. so don't like listen <laughs> to it. It's better we call. Yeah, him forget Pluggy? everything
0: we just said.
1: What if we forget gave, it all. What if we gave Pluggy his own like sex ed corner?
0: Oh my God. Okay, that isn't a show we should support at all or ever talk about again. Um, (laughs) If you don't want to support the show because of what Ryan just said, please consider leaving us a review anyway and sharing the show on your personal social media, because, you know, people got to know. People got to hear about what we're saying. We're spreading the good word about the mutants, about the gays, about Logan, who Logan's getting it on with. Um, Anywho, that's it. We've done it again, folks. We will be back next week with Hulk versus, which I happen to know is streaming for free on various sketchy cartoon websites. And Ryan owns a DVD. <laughs> <laughs> So that's how he'll be watching it. Um, but yeah. if people want to Google it and watch along with me on like Vimeo or whatever the fuck it's on, that's how I'm going to be checking it out. It's not on Disney+. Plus. I, I like it you
1: suggested it be on like Vimeo of all things. Well, because is... it's
0: not on Disney+, Plus, dude. It's like on fucking Dailymotion.com and these, these random ass websites, you know? I can't it's believe- It's like the only place you can watch it.
1: That it's not like on- Well,
0: it's because there's all these issues with the licensing for the Hulk.
1: I'm not Do surprised you about that. Like that is still going on. Well,
0: because of the fucking Edward Norton Hulk and like all these other things things and apparently marvel recently got the rights to hulk versus again and it's just still not on disney plus for some reason but apparently they did recently reacquire those rights and i found that out because i was trying to find a copy of this fucking thing that i want to watch
1: I'm so. so glad that this time period is over. Me
0: too. I'm just glad things are going to be available again. I hope this means we can get some more Hulk movies. I don't know what that means. I, I just I'm hoping that the whole Hulk thing is is wrapped up as well along with the X-Men because I know that's been an ongoing thing for Fox and Marvel as well. Yeah. But anyway, um that's next week. We'll see you next time.
1: See you next time.